Welcome back, podcast listeners. This podcast is brought to you by Krispy Kreme's Original Glazed Iced Coffees. They're not sponsoring us, Fueled but by... they are powering us. Yes. Those really are really good. good. Yeah. Underrated. Yes, Listen, Krispy Kreme, they're breaking into the coffee game. Yep. Try it out. Yeah. And then tell them, tell them Cogito sent you. Yes. Use, use promo code <laughs> Cogito <laughs> to get products at menu price. Exactly. Um, yeah. Welcome back. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a little while since we've popped on the pod. Um, yeah. We were busy last weekend. My dad ran a marathon. We got to cheer him on. Yep, he finished the whole thing. He did the entire marathon. 26.2 miles. And he, he tied his record time, so it was great. And now Jake and I are going to do a half marathon because we're crazy. How about that? Whew. All right. Podcast might be over after April of this coming year because <laughs> I might not be alive. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> Only time will tell. Exactly. But... Might yeah. be a one-man pod. <laughs> Just it is Jake. currently a one-man pod, but... Oh, shoot. Don't yeah. assume. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. We'll restart the podcast. Okay. No. All right. Um, Welcome mm. back, <laughs> podcast listeners. Yeah. This is a horrible podcast. Um, I'm having a good time. Yeah. But uh, we're back at it again uh, on a Saturday morning game day podcast. Yep. Uh, not college game day. College game no, day is lame. No, we don't watch those. Lame. Terrible. Um, we have. I will come. I'm. 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 I'm coming out definitively. I am anti Pat McAfee. Oh I'm my just goodness! Like, this no, is a, this we is have a, beef with Pat McAfee. We yeah. don't like him here. Our podcast is better than his. Like uh, honestly, uh, we don't have absolute cornballs on our podcast. Like Travis Kelsey ain't rolling up on this pod because we have standards. Yep. If he wanted to, if he was like, guys, could I be on your podcast? We'd be like, no, go not kiss Taylor Swift because your relationship is fake. Hot take. I'm tired of hearing about them. I used to like her music. Now I hate her guts because <laughs> I'm tired of her being on every single sporting event of all time. She's probably the guest picker this week on game day. I don't even know. I don't watch game day because it's trash. But if she was, that would be even worse. That would be like peak terrible. And that's what the season's going to culminate in. She's going to be like guest picker for the most important game of the year. And she's going to be like, hee hee, I love football. And then she'll pick like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to pick like Utah State to win it all or something like that obscene like clearly she's never listened to football or watched it no she's definitely just gonna pick like alabama even though alabama's oh, shoot, not in the right. playoff or something like yeah, that. But yeah like, yeah 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 like well that's kind of like what that. game day does anyway basically yeah, that's true yeah so back to back to the actual <laughs> should be, pat should be mcafee like, beef <laughs> which teams are cats like, yeah <laughs> We are gonna get this. This podcast is gonna be shut down. Yeah, we're just gonna week. we're just gonna take pot shots at like literally every single famous person. Yeah, in, I mean that's basically what most podcasts do. Anyway, back to business. Got for the clout. We are we are clout. we're starting beef, public beef with <laughs> Pat McAfee <laughs> and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. All of them. Yep, at the same time. We're, this is gonna be Dylan Dana's. We're, yeah. we're going to be Dylan Danis to, like, all of those people. We're getting deep in the internet now, yeah, podcast yeah. listeners. Yes, I don't know if any, how many of our listeners are even going to know How many of the three, stuff. tell us in the comments, how many of you guys know who Dylan Danis is? Yeah, no kidding. Um, 
I wish I didn't know who Dylan Dennis is. Honestly. Was. Well, but, Dylan Dennis doesn't know who he is after getting beat up by whichever Paul brother it was. I don't even remember. Boxing is fake anyway. Boxing so why is even talk fake. About it? Yeah. Anyway, Pat McAfee is trash. <laughs> yeah, I just have never been, like, no, I've uh, never been a fan of his, if it's his actual personality or if it's just his shtick. Let's hope it's just his shtick. I, for his sake, I hope that he's faking it all the time <laughs> because I, I can't, I personally, just, I cannot stand him <laughs> <laughs> to be, to be polite with it. No. Oh, um, yes. I just, like, yeah, he, he is, like. Like quintessential meathead, and as somebody who yeah. loves college football, you'd think that wouldn't mm-hmm. be as much of a like, right? As as much of a negative in my, right. you know, f- from a, but I not yeah. a fan. Not but a fan. he's a meathead, but he's not necessarily a football guy. Yeah. If he was just pure football guy, we'd be pro. But it's different. He's corny. Like he is corny. It's corny is a good way to describe him. Yeah. It's just like okay, I'm gonna shout whatever is the most popular take right now, or whatever will get the most people talking. And he's I'm just gonna, gonna sh- say it real loud. He's just gonna shout it, and then yeah. it's like by by definition, it's entertaining, I guess. According to for some, some people, people, which yep. I mean, he gets the ratings, so I can't I can't hate on him too much. Mm-hmm. Industry plant, they're fake ratings, big time industry plant. Absolutely, it's like oh, congratulations, you're an NFL player, so you're kind of friends with Aaron Rodgers, and so did he even play in the NFL? He's a punter. Yeah, well, I knew he punted for West Virginia. Yeah, no, he but... punted for the Colts for a while. He was a pretty good. Oh, player Oh, I knew NFL. that because yeah. he... No, he was a, he was a, like he was an NFL player. Like, he's he's a pretty good punter. Imagine being <laughs> famous for being an NFL punter. Tory Taylor will, but he'd be way cooler. Yeah. And he'd be a way better personality on the air. King. But, oh my goodness. Heisman. Speaking of Tory Taylor, we've gotten to enjoy some Tory Taylor masterclasses. Some delicious the last punting. few weeks. Yes. So the last time we were on was pre Michigan State. Yeah. So at that point. Cade McNamara was still Iowa's starting quarterback, and Eric All still had Had all of his legs working. Yep. But uh, in the time since then, uh, we have had an ACL tear for both of those players that has since ended their season, and Iowa still keeps winning. Yep. (laughs) Despite getting as much as people want us to lose. Yes. Yes. Take that. Start another beef with another. All right. Like Uh, beef with. National All media, media members, national yes. college football media. Uh-huh. We Get are your media only through us. Yep. Uh, public beef. Cogito Ergo Oro <laughs> declares public beef with college it's football like media. Podcast World War One. Yeah. Like we literally us versus everyone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We're the allies. We're the good guys. <laughs> History will look favorably <laughs> on those who join our side in exactly, this in this exactly. squabble. Um. So yeah, I, Cade goes down in the Michigan State game. Iowa goes down early, uh, yep. and then they end up working their way back. Cooper Jean, super clutch punt Hard return, goes. touchdown, gets turned in Iowa City. Iowa gets yeah. the dub. Um, and I'm then, grinning because it yeah. was so he's so good. And then Iowa plays Purdue and uh-huh. doesn't lose somebody to Woo! a season-ending in- injury in that particular game. That's a good which, That's good for us yeah, because, man, we don't have many left. There's about a 50% chance at this point that one of okay. Iowa's best offensive players is going to get knocked out for the year yeah. in any given game. So Iowa wins that game 2014. Purdue tacks on a late touchdown. That game was very similar 
I would say, to the Iowa State game at the beginning yeah. of the year. Wasn't really um, worrisome. Came out. Point. Purdue moved the ball down the field. Um, Iowa, I believe, blocked a field goal. I don't remember if they yeah. blocked or if they missed. They I don't know if they blocked or pretty it, missed the field goal in the opening drive. It didn't go in. Iowa scores, mm-hmm. ends up over time building like a twenty to um, like a twenty to seven lead. Yep. And then um, that's over, man. And then Iowa, yeah, at that what, point they we're just kind of sixty-eight and two now in games where we lead by at least eight. Yeah. Like yeah. in obscene numbers. They they so. they win those games. Yep. Um, and so they kind of keep them at at arm's length the rest of the game. You know. Um, people who this is, I guess, this is a, might as well just get into it right now. Um, so in all of these games, Michigan State and Purdue, and then this the next game, the most recent game uh, against Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I guess we can talk about that really quick before I go into this long diatribe. Uh, hi, it's your Big Ten West champs talking. Well, we don't want to we don't want to be too aggressive on that. But Iowa goes into that game obviously down Cade, so Deacon Hill. Yep. Played okay, so so K goes down. Deacon Hill comes in, plays pretty pretty in, decently in against game, Michigan when State. He comes in, he did comes in, well. plays pretty well. Michigan Lots State has a bad wide receiver drops, bad mm-hmm. secondary. Yes, just like definitely bad secondary. Deacon comes in, throws some pretty good passes, so some a couple bad ones, but like yeah. um, ends Looking. up with a pretty bad or pretty mediocre. Mm-hmm. For especially for Iowa, like if you go to any other school in the country, yes. it'd be a horrible stat Oof, line. Yeah. But for Iowa, mm-hmm. a pretty meh mm-hmm. Iowa quarterback stat line, but not aided at all by six or seven receiver drops, drops in mm-hmm. that game. He, so he looked pretty good, honestly, in yeah. his first game. So there was optimi- reason to be optimistic. Purdue game, absolutely horrendous. Bad. Just abysmal. Not good. It's like six of 21 and like... 10 of those 15 incompletions were, like, outrageously bad throws. Yes. Like, just outrageously bad throws. Like, missing dudes by, like, 5, 10 yards. Yeah. Dude throws the ball one speed and one speed only, and it is fast. Right. So, in the Purdue game, it was like, ah, Nate Stanley 2.0. He's going to come out. He's going to sling it way too hard. It's going to be the same speed every throw. Yep. Um, But, like, sometimes they're good. Yep. And then... In the next game, it was like, oh my goodness, it's the love child of Spencer Petrus and Nate Stanley, and guess what? That's a homely baby. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was not good. You don't want that combo. The nope. passes were not there. It was rough. It was bad. It was a rough game. Fortunately, um, Caleb Johnson ends up with like, like 130 yards. They ran the ball effectively. Obviously, scored enough points. Mm-hmm. They, they end up getting the win. You know, yeah. defense. You know, doesn't pitch a shutout. They end up giving a cup, up a couple scores, but mm-hmm. ultimately, you know, not really ever supremely threatened after a certain point in that game. Eric yep. All made in both the Michigan State and Purdue games basically had like one drive where he like completely took over, and mm-hmm. I ended up scoring a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And because, big time talent. He's awesome. Yes. Oh, very good. And then unfortunately, <laughs> and because I'm, I was not allowed to have any yep. good offensive players. His leg got ripped off, yes. basically. The, so. the opening, I believe it was the opening drive. No, yeah. it might have been, uh, I think, I think it was, it was like the, the second, second, drive second drive of the Wisconsin game. Iowa moves the ball down the field. First drive, goes for it on fourth down with the horrible end around idea, or end around to Nico Regan. No, no, that, because 
We on didn't that, really throw it to him until after on, Eric went on, down. Yeah, Eric was out at that point mm-hmm. because um, because when they ran the fourth down, it was one of our true freshman tight ends that was blocking the dude that yep. ended up making the play. Yep. Which, not really that bad of a block. Just not really a great play. That was not it wasn't it wasn't play, it wasn't gonna work. But, but yeah. Yeah, so Eric like early in the Wisconsin game, I was a ten point underdog in going into Madison. Obscene, a lot of the people well, I a lot of the people in national media were saying, you know, Wisconsin's starting to figure it out and Iowa is hope helpless, mm-hmm. hopeless on offense. Both. They're gonna which yeah, true. <laughs> and and they, they go into Camp Randall, and people were like, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think Wisconsin might win by more than that. And mm-hmm. I and I, we were not optimistic. Iowa has not played very well in Madison the last mm-hmm. several years. Um, they come out, and then this helpless offense already loses Eric All, like, almost right away. And yep. it's like, sick. We will never score another touchdown again. Like, it's over. The mood in the hotel room where we were watching the game was low. Vibes were down. Vibes were not good. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, Eric all goes down. And then, um, for some reason, whenever anyone talks about Iowa, they only talk about the offense as if that's the only part of Iowa's team that ever plays on the field. Right. Which is Um, funny because that's the part of our team that's on the field the least. Yeah. Because when you go three and out every drive, and so Iowa's um, defense stiffens up, and then Iowa breaks Leshawn Leshawn Williams breaks an eighty yard run, mm. and as he was running into, like literally as he was stepping into the end zone on that touchdown run, I literally turned to Taylor and I was like, "That might be game." Yeah. Like <laughs> I was up seven zero, and it's yep. like that might be curtains because I'd seen and people it. I would say Iowa's defense has proved thus far on the field they're probably not quite at the level of last year's defense, Mm -hmm. but they are not much worse. They're still very good. Mm -hmm. And I had watched, we had watched at that point, like two or three Wisconsin offensive drives, and they were not moving the ball particularly well on Iowa's. They moved the ball on the first drive. They got a big play on what was probably an offensive pass interference. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they went forward on fourth down and DeGene stuffed Braylon Allen. Yeah. Um, maybe try to block him next time in Wisconsin. Um, yeah, I, I would. I I can't speak for everyone, but I would maybe try to block the best player on the field. Or yeah. the second best player, honestly, right. last week. Um, yeah. To Sebastian Castro. Ooh, um, goat. Goat. Um, but yeah, Iowa goes up 7-0. And it's funny because, like, said that and then like sent a text in the group chat like see y'all in indie because yeah. like basically because what last week was like a de facto i mean things can obviously change we're yeah. still we're seven games into the season things right. can change but <laughs> with how the season's played out whoever won the iowa wisconsin game was going to be like definitively comfortably in the driver's seat to yeah. win the big 10 west <laughs> and um and for so the last for possibly the last time ever, Iowa yeah. has a chance to go to the Big Ten Championship. Iowa scores that touchdown, um, ends up Wisconsin, their starting quarterback, Tanner Mordecai, ends up hurting his wrist <laughs> at the end of the first half. They had done approximately nothing on offense to that point, nope. so it's not like that made a huge difference. That's his not backup, what the media will tell you. Yeah, but. Well, you, want the, you want the real facts here. Uh, Wisconsin had uh, exactly zero points when he got <laughs> hurt. Exactly. Um, so then they came, um, 
came out. Wisconsin had a couple field goal drives where they moved the ball decently well. Decently mm-hmm. well. They mm-hmm. didn't really ever threaten to score a touchdown. No. Um, but they got a couple field goals. So seven to six, and then Iowa put together a nice little running, a nice little drive where they got a long field goal, and then uh, Tory Taylor, who ended up that day with 500 punting yards so on 10 punts. Um, absolute master class from Tory Taylor. So like he's been very good, but like last week might have been his Mona Lisa. Like in yeah, terms it was of like, oof. like it was. I mean. 50 yards a punt is insane. 50 yards a punt over 10 punts is insane. Yeah. Insane, insane. Yes. Like, that's, like, if you have three punts, you know, because if you have, like, three or four punts, you know, you can have two good punts, and then you have mm-hmm. one where you get a nice bounce, and it rolls, and you right. get, a, like, a 65, 70-yard punt, mm-hmm. and, you know, then you end up averaging 50. Right. But over 10 punts, yeah. you can't have that. You have to just continuously be dropping yeah. Sick punt after sick punt, and he did. Eat your heart out, Pat McAfee. Yeah. Well, I think Pat McAfee likes Tory Taylor. So. I don't care what he likes. I hope he doesn't. Tory Taylor clears. Yeah. We want Tory Taylor on College Game Day instead. Ooh. Improvement I ideas. Would, I would. I would consider watching Game Day again. Yeah, I still won, him. but I'd think about it. I would think about it. Um. But he he pinned them fairly deep. Uh as he did several times and then Iowa got a couple they they pushed Wisconsin basically inside their five it was third down Wisconsin was about to run a play probably just to like you know probably just run the ball um who knows then they called a timeout Iowa called a timeout before the third down play and clearly Phil Parker Iowa's defensive coordinator made the decision that he wanted to bring pressure in that Mm -hmm. situation he did Great call. Yep. Sebastian Casho crashes in off the side. Yep. Forces him to step up in the pocket. YA Black steps up. They they mm-hmm. drill him. Mm-hmm. He fumbles the ball. They fortunately for them recover mm-hmm. the punt or re- recover the fumble. Wisconsin. I don't know does. how they do. They got lucky like on a bunch three of fumbles. Iowa players yeah. immediately around the ball, and every yeah. single one of them has momentum going the opposite direction of that, the ball. So. That wasn't that one wasn't as bad as some of the other ones. But they Wisconsin got lucky on a couple fumbles. Yes, and that was one where they did get lucky. They recovered, but they recovered in their own end zone, so safety. So I was up twelve six right. at that point. Mm-hmm. They get the the field. They get a field goal shortly yep. after that. Just kind of boa constrictor Wisconsin. Yep. Honestly, once they got up ten to six, mm-hmm. I think Iowa fan. I mean, honestly, once they got up seven zero, yeah, it was like Over. we win. Yep, that's, <laughs> that's kind of how it is with Iowa. And mm-hmm. like to this point this year, when they have had a lead at any point in the game, they've won every single time. Every single game they've scored and they've won. Yeah. Now I'm not that, saying that's true. I'm not saying if they would have scored against Penn State that they definitely would have won. won. But who knows? Um, yeah. <laughs> Guess you might find out yeah. in the Big Ten Championship. Mm, we'll see. We'll but, see. yeah. So, Iowa in the game, time. Big game for that today, by so, the way. Every game is big for that it's at this point. It's not Iowa-Minnesota. Oh, okay. I was going to say. I was like. <laughs> it's not that one. No, yeah. But, um, but uh, yeah. So, I mean, Iowa goes into Wisconsin and, you know, I would say that was the one where I'm like, all right. That was an impressive performance because everything everything was cutting against them. You know, Cade was out. Yep. All goes down right away in the game, Ugh. which is just unfortunate because he's been so good. Yes, this it year. stinks and for. I mean, our two like awesome tight ends, yeah. like Lachey NFL and, talent, like yes. destined to get drafted this season. 
highly. I'm just telling and you right then, now, both of those dudes are going to be very effective NFL tight ends. Absolutely. Like, and, like, the NFL knows that. That's yeah. why Iowa tight ends keep getting yeah. drafted high. Like, they should. Shout out Sam Laporta. Tight end you. Absolutely tearing it up in the NFL Oh, my goodness. Already. Go. Like, greatest yeah. freshman tight end season yeah. ever. Yeah. Perhaps. Shout I would out. say, so far, almost for sure, to this point, yeah. the most impressive start to a tight end career. In it's not an easy position to transition to the NFL in, but... He's been cooking. He has been cooking. But, yeah, both Lachey and all on a, on a team that... Needs tight ends yep. badly, yep. and now they're both down. So that is the unfortunate thing. But I will say, and not that this Wisconsin defense is particularly elite. They, this isn't the same level of defense that they've probably had for the last several years. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you are a, a good defense, presumably, which I would say they probably are. I would say they're mm-hmm. a good defense, not great. They've been mm-hmm. elite defense for a long time. So this is a step down from that. But... Yeah. They know Deacon Hill, mm-hmm. who also had a not great game. They also didn't throw the ball hardly at all, which, which smart. Can I'll you give blame them? Probably the smartest thing that Kirk and Co. have done offensively in a while mm-hmm. uh, is not it's let Deacon. It's funny because it's like not really a no. departure from what we always do, except for sometimes we'll have weird yeah. games where it's like, go out there and sling it 50 times. Yeah. No. Why? They did not, they did not have Deacon throw the ball very much, which – Good that's call. That's smart. Yeah. Good call. Our, and our running backs have come a long way well, since that's, game one. Yes. Like, so, they are looking spicy. Well, yeah. The running backs are looking good. And the line, this, Much this, is, this is where I'm not feeling as bad about my take earlier this year. There, It didn't look great part of the no. way through the year. Had but my the first take half, not going to lie. Of, I think that this might be one of the most gifted overall yes. talent-wise offensive lines mm-hmm. that we've had in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, from like five deep, I do not think our tackles are particularly good this year. Yeah. That has been disappointing. I think our both left and right tackle have been mm-hmm. pretty disappointing you thus far this year. But the interior offensive line yep. of Rusty Feth, Taylor's my, man, my man, Taylor's man. Don't talk about my man from last year. He's not looking as good, but. And he might, part of that might be he's probably playing out of position, uh-huh. I would say. Mm-hmm. I would say he might be better suited to be a guard. Mm-hmm. Um, Rusty Feth, Rusty Feth, Logan Jones. Yep, looking good. Will's man. Much improved from last um, year. And then um, uh, Connor Colby. Yep. Those guys have been cooking on mm-hmm. the inside. Mm-hmm. And when you're running consistently against a team that knows you literally are never going to throw the ball. Yep. Um. It's hard to run well, and they have not run particularly efficiently because Iowa's offense doesn't do anything particularly efficient efficiently. No. Um, but when well, they needed to, when they needed to, mm-hmm. they were able to move the ball enough last week to keep Wisconsin at bay essentially. Yep. And when they needed to move the, they ran the clock. They yep. moved the ball in the field goal position. Drew Stevens, the Iowa's kicker, kicking bombs mm-hmm. looked really good had a couple mm-hmm. really nice field goals last week um yeah they just they were able to move that that like the michigan state and the purdue games were teams that aren't very good i don't think wisconsin's right. like awesome by right. any means but like it's definitely the best team that i was beaten so far yes and in the in just also given like the circumstances of big 10 west on the line yep. in madison mm-hmm. 
just all goes down right away. Not a lot going in your favor for them to like stiffen up and like yep. be able to get that win. Like, yeah, people will be like, oh, if Tanner Mordecai stays in the game, you lose that game. You're, you're an idiot if yeah. you say that. Mm-hmm. I've heard people say that this week, and I don't like. It's a dumb take. Yeah, uh, they did not look. Particu- he didn't do anything. They didn't like, look particularly good when he was in there. Nope. Like he did not. He was. He was not having fun against no. Iowa's defense, which almost nobody ever has fun against Iowa's defense. Like no, Penn absolutely. State scored 31 points against Iowa. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of things. They had they had multiple fourth down conversions that yes. they barely got or probably didn't get, but they got yeah, spotted got in their favor. Favor. We don't they had a blame couple, the refs alone. No, that's not the reason we lost. But no, but that the, that was a difficult thirty one points for Penn State yes. to score. Oh um, yeah, against given, like other teams. Given what that's a fifty burger at least. Yeah, given what Iowa did offensively to give them short fields as well, mm-hmm. that was not an easy thirty one that they scored against Iowa's defense at all Mm -hmm. um it took them a hundred plays to get that like it's just yeah it's just not uh this defense is very good still yes very good Mm -hmm. sebastian castro absolute Mm. baller he's been really good this he's a guy that like we have been big fans of we like um ever since he reminds me i said amani hooker last week he reminds me a lot of geno stone Mm -hmm. i feel like maybe more so even geno Hard hitter, yep. really good player, really underrated, I feel like, for a long time um, until, like, his last year. And then he kind of really, like, popped on the scene. Um, I feel like Sebastian is very similar this year. Mm-hmm. That dude hits oh hard. Oh, my goodness. He sent, he sent Braylon Allen to the shadow realm yeah. on one play last Homie week. Homie is angry about something because yeah. he is smacking dudes but around. He's just a really good tackler too. Like he made some huge tackles last week yes. in like big situations. Yes. Very some, good, like very good tackles. He's a really good player. Like he just mm. yeah, he's made some big interceptions. Like he had big, the pick six against Iowa State yep. that kind of see, like sealed that game early in the or midway through the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But uh but yeah, he he has been awesome. He had a really good week last week. Um helped you know, force a fumble on Braylon Allen. Wisconsin ended up recovering that one. Mm-hmm. Good for them. But, like, yeah, yeah. just completely destroyed Braylon Allen Oof. on one run. Mm-hmm. Like, made a few really big tackles. Just blew a few – blew some plays up. It yep. just – he just – his stat he line – everywhere. He only had, like, six tackles. It felt like he had, like, 100, yes. though. He felt like he was all over the place. Um, so, on like, on a defense this year, you know, he has really stepped up. Obviously, DeGene has been mm-hmm. – amazing like as he's advertised so he's probably I mean... going to be a top 15 pick in the in the draft and he should be um jay higgins in the middle mm-hmm. the iowa's middle linebacker yeah. tackles galore probably yep. going to be an all-american just his stats are and he's been really good yes my man nick jackson has uh-huh. really come along too uh-huh. really 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 solid second like linebacker yeah. it's I, a good year to be one of our men yeah who's josh's man um josh's man i thought it was eric was um was it eric all did he end up picking eric all as his man it's a good year to be three of our men or was it ya i don't don't think it was ya I don't I think, think it was I'm, I'm blank. Yeah, I feel I like I think it I, was Eric All. Yeah, but Eric was great. Honestly, yeah. like he's 
He's, he's very, very good. good. R.I.P. his leg. Yeah. But... Jo- if that's the case, Josh had a couple rough men <laughs> in a row. In a row. <laughs> um, for different reasons. Yes. Eric Ball was actually really good. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll see with those. with Because with him and Lachey, I think Eric has taken a medical red shirt already. Mm. But I think, I don't know for sure if that, I don't know for sure if that's the case. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if he has any more eligibility potential. The, the, it makes it hard because it's like medical red shirts, mm-hmm. COVID year, all that stuff is so yeah. wonky. It's hard mm-hmm. to tell like how many years people actually have left. Yeah. Um, so I know Lachey could come back. Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure if Eric could yeah. still come back. But regardless, those two are awesome and they'll be really good NFL players yes. when they get healthy. Um the rumors on the, the the rumors on the street is that Lachey is going to try to make it back for the bowl game Ooh. later this year. So fair um, enough. Which Eric All will not be back for the bowl no. game at this point. But um, but yeah, the yeah the last week was a an impressive win. I feel like mm-hmm. they. I mean, the offense still not great. Yeah, they ran the ball pretty well when they needed to. Yep. They had long dry spell where they went six drives and they had three total yards very Mm -hmm. uh, very viral circulating Mm -hmm. clip of that and everyone (laughs) sees that and there's like oh man iowa's offense was horrible that whole game they were not great Mm -hmm. but their running offense got it done when they needed to when iowa gets up seven zero like fairly early or like when they when they need to they just kind of bow a constrictor you yeah which Honestly, in the game last week, I am glad they didn't try to wreck. There are certain games where I'm like, hey, air it out. Try to, like the Iowa State game earlier this year. I kind of mm-hmm. wish they would have been a little bit more aggressive. Try to do some things. You know, run this, you know, try to run the score up a little bit. You know, last week, situationally, did not make any sense at all to try to get style points in that game. Right. Just win that game. Yep. Don't do things that'll lose you that game. Exactly. Like, cause that's the game. Cause the Penn State game, like, yeah, obviously it'd have been nice to win that game. The mm-hmm. Wisconsin game was the game that really mattered this yes. year in terms of getting Iowa to the Big Ten championship. Absolutely, and for so, sure. And like, we did what we needed to do, like, and we did a good job. Yeah. And so, um, the. Uh, so that yeah, the Hawks are moving into this upcoming week. So now they're six and one, which thank <laughs> thank goodness that uh, they they've been able to win these games. It's kind of remarkable, but it's it's very on brand for Iowa. I think the they win ugly. I think people have been a little bit um, they've overlooked the impressiveness of Iowa's win in Madison this last week um, a lot in the in kind of national media and even in the Iowa fan base um, not the whole fan base but some of the people I think just like because Iowa won ugly which they always tend to do it seems like uh, people are just kind of discrediting it as like oh they're just lucky they they didn't you know whatever they just got lucky that Wisconsin choked that game if you actually watch that game uh, Iowa was pretty definitively the better team for almost the entire game. I mean, there were there was the opening uh, drive by, uh, offensive drive by Wisconsin after Iowa didn't score on their opening drive um, that uh, that I would say you know Wisconsin you know moved the ball pretty well on that first drive and then Iowa 
stuffed them on fourth down um, when they were just a little bit outside of the red zone. Um, so you know they maybe left three points on the on the you know on the on the field there with that decision. But at the same time, Iowa had a very similar situation that they also got stuffed on fourth down. And so I just I don't I don't know the the thought that Iowa was like super lucky. A lot of people will just kind of go look at the box score of a lot of Iowa games and they'll just look at, oh, Iowa got outgained again and they lost. And it's just like, man, they've been doing that for like five years straight and they win a lot of these games. Like Absolutely. We, we talked about this stat like earlier this year that Iowa is like, their winning percentage is like 60% or something in games that they get outgained in. Mm-hmm. Like they win, they win more often than they lose in games, I believe, if yeah. I remember correctly. Or is very close to fifty-fifty at the very least in games that they get out gained in. So like this is like they win a lot of games this way. Yes. And like yes, would I prefer if Iowa comes out here and and outgame their opponents by two hundred yards every game? Yeah. yeah, I would prefer that. <laughs> that like, would be nice. That'd be that'd be sick. I would be I'd be if Iowa had a high-powered offense. Yes, would they be a much better team? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But that doesn't kind of crazy to think about. But if a team had a better offense, they'd probably be a better team. Yeah, and if USC having a bad offense doesn't keep us from winning. Yeah, if USC had a better defense, they wouldn't have gotten housed. But also, honestly, that game was more their offense's fault. Um, Yeah, if the Bears had Patrick Mahomes, they'd be better. (laughs) Yeah, like maybe. No, I'm just kidding. If the Uh, Chiefs stopped talking about Taylor Swift, I'd hate her less. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like. If Iowa's offense and Washington or Iowa's defense and Washington's offense were on the same team, that'd be a pretty good football yeah. team. That's just not how it is, though. And like, no. and just because Iowa doesn't win a certain way and like they keep winning this way, doesn't mean that they doesn't mean that they're just lucky every time it happens. Man, they've been really lucky. Like thirty of the last forty games that yeah, they've literally. played. Like if that's the case. Like it's just like that's what gets annoying, I think, mm-hmm. to me and Iowa fans. It doesn't mean like that Iowa fans are like there's like two things cause some people will be like, oh Iowa fans just are like it's not that bad. Like you need to give more like credit. Like the people will build these I heard the most ridiculous straw man mm-hmm. argument earlier that I'm like almost a hundred percent sure that no Iowa fan with a with two functioning hemispheres in their brain (laughs) would say where i won't say who said it but uh we don't have beef with them yet yeah i like their podcast we might get there we might Um, get there but he he said that iowa fans are like oh it's complimentary football and that like and then and basically went on to say that it's not complimentary football because you have to have a good offense to have complimentary football which I think every Iowa fan agrees. Yeah, the yes. only one saying it's complimentary football is Kirk Ferentz yes. and no one else. Yes, like. no, like, trust trust me, Iowa fans are not out here being like, yeah, I love the way that our offense complements <laughs> our defense. Yeah. But at the same time, when people, when pe- like, nobody's arguing, nobody's saying that. No. Like, nobody, no Iowa fan is saying... No, no, this is just how we. This is how we want our team to play. No, I'm we're happy. not. We're not having fun. I'm happy that we have to win all of our games, fifteen to six. Like I, <laughs> I don't think Iowa fans are like that. But that doesn't mean that this team sucks. No. Like yes, our offense is bad. Like I, I'm fully on board. Like our offense is not horrendous. Good. It's like not horrendous. Good. It's horrendous. Like 
statistically. It's horrible to watch most mm-hmm. of the time. It's not good. That does not mean that Iowa is just like the luckiest team in the world, the fact that they keep winning. They have a really good defense. They yes. have a really good special teams. Right. They're smart situationally. Like, mm-hmm. I think last week they were particularly smart situationally. I think mm-hmm. other times, you know, maybe there it gets a little. But like, I think they were very like props to Kirk. Like, I've been frustrated with a lot of Kirk's process through a lot of the year. I think he coached a really good game last week. Yes, I think that it was they were a, they were the better coach team. They were the yeah. much smarter team. Mm-hmm. They were the better team. Like, yeah, they just, absolutely. It was not a fluky fluky game no you go back in you know oh man wisconsin ended up with more yards than iowa they definitely should have won that game it's like dude watch if you watch the game a lot of the yards that they got did not matter Mm -hmm. at all we get it everyone was watching the real big 10 game of the week yes oregon washington yes that's fine but don't come out here after these games yeah. and be like wisconsin was clearly the better team because yeah. when you watch the game they were not yeah like, it's just, just like just simply they were not the better team on the field and if you watch that you can see it and if you only care about stats you're like well clearly they were better yeah but hey um real football fans actually watch yeah i mean it's just like <laughs> Iowa's like the one exception yeah for the most absolutely. part to like where like and if you just keep using oh man they just keep getting lucky because they mm-hmm. keep winning these games where they like don't uh, gain many yards it's like yeah. shoot man they're gonna be 10 and 2 having won 10 lucky games exactly like that's yeah. like they didn't uh they weren't statistically better in um like efficiency per play yeah. They're so lucky, and yeah. then it's like they're well. lucky. <laughs> they're lucky that they keep leading the country in turnovers created every single year. Yeah, it's like man, I can't believe how lucky Iowa gets that they do this every single year. Right, so incredibly lucky. Um, eventually, like someone needs to do the Inigo Montoya. I don't think you know what that word means <laughs> to these people when they say that Iowa's lucky because. For the stats people, if something keeps repeatedly happening, mm-hmm. you would think that that wouldn't be luck. Eventually, uh-huh, there's something uh-huh. like when statistically something like continues to happen right. like consistently, uh-huh. then that's probably not lucky. Right. I cried I was on like, a lot of statistics yeah, class, but yeah. I don't remember there being like a L value that stood for luck and then like... Yeah. 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 But, like now, it may not work in their computer model. Like they right. may not be able to quantify it. But uh-huh. like I'm like this is just like yes. Would I prefer if Iowa played a more aesthetically, statistically pleasing brand of football and yeah. won? Yes. But like eventually, at a certain point, you have to give them credit for winning literally like eighty to ninety percent of their games over the last several years. Mo with a lot of them looking exactly like this in the stat mm-hmm. sheet and like mm-hmm. like. You're gonna be if like if that's your standard, man. Like, they're gonna they've won a lot of quote unquote lucky, lucky games over the last five years, mm-hmm. and eventually at a certain point, it's not luck anymore. Right? Do we're, I love it? No, I no, don't love it. We're like, not saying that they're like oh they're not a national one champ- step away from being a natty winner. Yeah. Like next year, yes, but yes. this year, no. Well, we're realistic well, fans. Well, maybe. There is a path. There's a there's a path. I'm not going to be one of those people <laughs> that is like, oh man, eleven and one Iowa winning. Like I don't think like even no, if they went eleven, they should go. Okay, so they should they go. Should. They should go eleven and it's one. It's more at this likely point. the rest of this path that they do. They should than go eleven and one. 
um, still, even with the injuries on their offense. Yes. The rest of their schedule is weak, yes. weak. They should win the rest of their games. Do I? Am I confident they will? No, because of the way that they play. It's so, like, just one or two bad things happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not confident in this team playing from behind at all. No. They've not done super hot in those situations this year. I'm not very confident that they can come back. But if they don't make mistakes on the defensive side of the ball, then they just get on, like, they're not playing a team that can, that I'm confident will be able to move the ball with any kind of regularity against Mm -hmm. their defense the rest Mm -hmm. of the year. Their hardest game is probably at Rutgers throughout the rest of the year, probably. Yeah. And, like, that's definitely a game they should win. So it's just like. Yeah, yes, it's absolutely a game they should definitely win. Like, if they don't, this podcast Rutgers might be disbanded. Are, well, I mean, it's any game they could lose, yeah, just course. the way that they play. Yeah. I think, like, they are more prone to losing a dumb game. That's like one yes. of the big frustrations of mm-hmm. the Kirk Ferentz era. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they should go eleven and one at yes. this point. Like, they should go eleven and one. Um, and no, that doesn't mean that I think that they're a national championship contending team. Right. But it also doesn't mean that they suck. And every time that they win, that doesn't like it's just that that's mm-hmm. the frustrating thing is like okay, they're they're winning still though. Yes. Like they are definitively better than these teams, mm-hmm. and like and they they've won against teams that you give a lot more credit to for what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I like if Wisconsin wins that game, it's not. Oh man, if Wisconsin wins that game 15 to 6, it's yeah. not oh man, Wisconsin did it again. They won so ugly. Yeah, like they, what a horrible so lucky. like oh, the Big 10 West is so bad this year yeah. that Wisconsin won it. Yeah. But then when Iowa does it, it's oh man, that was so awful. I can't believe how bad everybody is. Yes. If Tanner Mordecai who threw for a whopping zero touchdowns <laughs> in the first half wouldn't have gotten hurt. Yeah, Wisconsin exactly. easily wins that game. Exactly. It's like Yes, please plaster on your forehead that you didn't watch the game. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. So, I'm all this to say, like, Iowa plays Minnesota today. And Minnesota has been, like, a really tough out for Iowa the last several years. Yeah. They um, don't look nearly as good this they're year. Not as they good, they're not as good this year. Iowa should win this game. Yeah. But, like, like we said, I'm not confident. I'm not super confident that Iowa's going to win any game. I think they yeah. – Wisconsin – People, I think people have overrated their defense mm-hmm. um, because they don't give up a lot of yards uh-huh. um, per game. But their offense plays very similar to what Iowa does, where they run the clock a lot. They have yes. a lot of high, t- high time of possession mm-hmm. type of team. Not a very explosive offense. They're also they have a very turnover prone quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which is, is bad great against, for Iowa. Bad to have against Iowa. Yeah, but the um, you don't want that. You mean the Greek rifle? The Greek rifle, Ethan Kalik Manis. Yes. Um, don't believe it. Nobody with such a cool nickname could turn the ball. Over yeah, so much. yeah. But um, and then their defense on a like per play basis mm-hmm. uh, is actually not very good this year. They give up like quite a like pretty regular yard. Now you know. No better medicine for a defense that isn't great playing than playing Iowa's offense. <laughs> but I think some people like kind of think that this year's Minnesota defense is as is like at the same level last year's Minnesota defense, mm-hmm. which was a very good they're defense. Good. Yeah, I'll they they're not as good as they were last year. Um, 
And Minnesota's offense is not as good as it was last year. Mm -hmm. Iowa's offense is just as bad as it was last year. Yep. If not worse. Yep. <laughs> Iowa could run the ball a little bit better than they did last yes. year. So, like, that's – I would say they might be as good, if not a little better, on yeah. offense. Even the though, line has Even improved. though they – yes. I, I think Iowa's offense, they have started running a lot more man. Yep. This man blocking, like, gap blocking, which is something that Iowa fans have asked for literally the last 20 years. <laughs> Um, and guess what? It actually works better. Whoa. Crazy. Um, Wild. But uh, they, I think, I think their offensive line. I think they will be able to run the ball decently well against Minnesota. I think Minnesota is an easier team to run against mm-hmm. than Wisconsin was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think Iowa or Minnesota's offense is worse than Wisconsin's was as yeah. well. So it's going to be an ugly game. It's like a record low over mm-hmm. under. I think it's like 30.5 right now, which is mm-hmm. like the lowest on record. So it's going to be an ugly game, most likely. Yeah. Um, but they should win. It's, at, it's in Kinnick. They're mm-hmm. wearing the gold uniforms. Yep. The gold uh, out. TBD, medium spicy on the uniform rating. Yeah. Um, we had a long uniform discussion this morning. Yeah. It was a good time. Um. We'll see. I'll, yeah. I'll have to see him on the field. Yeah. I wish that the whole uniform was gold rather than gold top, black pants, gold stripe, you know? Yeah. Not always into the yeah. gold black stripe. Black helmet, gold jersey, black pants. Mm-hmm. So We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it looks on, on the on, field. Yeah, that's, you can't tell till they're on the field. Because, you know, they can do it in the, you know, they can they can pose yeah. in the studio uh-huh. and all that stuff. With a bird and, on their arm. Yeah, exactly. And that's going to look cool, of it's course. Like maybe, yeah, like it'll, but, like, we got to see what it looks like on the field. Exactly. So. And but, if they play well, they're a good uniform. Yeah, so we'll see. I think I'm I'm – fairly optimistic that they'll win this week yep we're um, bringing home the bacon floyd floyd, floyd yep. stays and i see yeah they they if they just like take care of business like i said they should be 11 and 1 yes. this year they're not a great team mm-hmm. um injuries have definitely hurt that but I, you know I don't, their offense has been bad all year even before mm-hmm. the injuries but um they have a really good defense and they're they're a good team mm-hmm. that's I think it's more of a of a it's an indictment on how bad the rest of the West is that Iowa could get really compromised on an already bad offense and still pretty comfortably be the best team in the Big Ten West. Mm-hmm. This is why when we were talking at the beginning of the year that like twelve and zero, you yes. know, like part of it was yes, like you know, we we, we believed in our boys, but yes. part of it was also like schedule's not the schedule hard. is not that hard and and Iowa has a, a good. They're a good team. Like mm-hmm. they have a good yeah. group of they have a good talent base, particularly on defense. Mm-hmm. But they they have some dudes. They're they're like they're a notch above the rest of the West just in terms of talent. And right. so like that's that's why they should be eleven and one at the end of the year. But I'm not confident that they're gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Just because I've seen Iowa teams choke badly yes. Yes. with stuff on the line. Absolutely. So um, but not this year. Natty on board. We're oh, still, yeah, we're still, sure. Natty's still on tap. If they win out, they they probably get into the playoff. They that's I'm, gross. I am not confident that they would do well against whoever comes out of the Big Ten East. No, but, no, no. That's why, as all, I said before, all it takes our is, scariest game on schedule is the Big Ten championship. Yeah. So, but we'll see. So, 
Yep. Ohio State, Penn State, that big game that Taylor alluded to earlier, that's about to start in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be a big, they'll go a big, uh, they'll be a big decider in the in the course of who gets to lose to Iowa in the Big Ten Championship exactly. at the end of this this year. We'll so find out today, maybe. We'll find out. We'll have one little piece there today. But yeah, that's uh that's our podcast. Thanks for listening. Good to be back. And it's nice to be back. Yep, and we'll we'll see you after the game. Hopefully another Hawks win. Oh baby. <laughs>